Have you ever had one of those super awkward conversations where you're sitting maybe at dinner and you just don't know what to say to the person across the table? Maybe it's uh, an important meeting that you've been waiting to have. Maybe it's a first date. You just don't know what to say and you can't come up with the words. Welcome to the Midweek Motivation Podcast, where we bring practical help for your faith and life. Here's today's episode. Well, sometimes that's what our prayer life is like. And, you know, you imagine yourself sitting across the table from the God of the universe and you're just at a loss for words. What do I say? What do I ask for? Jesus tells us, ask for anything. And we actually talked about that this last weekend at Westside in the message that we were talking about, if you could ask for anything. If you've been paying attention here at the Midweek Motivation, we've been talking about prayer the last few weeks, and we're going to continue that for a couple more weeks. And, you know, as you think about like, how do you, how do you ask for anything? I mentioned last weekend, actually, that there are five conditions of prayer and, you know, like getting your prayers answered, what, what one person called prevailing prayer. There's five conditions like of, does this meet these qualifications in order to be answered by God, in order to be the kind of prayer that God wants to answer or will readily answer. And, as we uh, talked about it, we discovered there are these. There are one total dependence on Jesus. Now, maybe you're listening in, and and you know you're like, well, I'm not sure I believe in all these things. That's okay. Stick with me because I want to show you kind of how this all works, and then also how do you know God's will? Because that's really at the the heart of what we're going to be talking about today. So the first condition is total dependence on Jesus, and um, you know that that really means that I'm at the place where maybe I'm at the end of myself. It's it's a tough place to be, but it's actually the best place to be. Total dependence on Jesus means I've expended all the ideas, you know, I've I've come up with all the, I've exhausted all the options that I can personally do myself, and I'm ready to lean fully on Jesus to be the one that is the solution to my problem. I personally have come to that place recently in several areas of my life, and it's been difficult, but also refreshing. Total depends on Jesus. Second one, a clean conscience. We talked about that. Just, you know, and there's nothing in between me and God. Third one, faith. Like believing that God's going to do what he said he would do. The fourth one, persistence. Like I'm, I'm going to keep on asking like Jesus told us to do. And the last one was this, and this is why I, I want to deal with the, the aspect that we're going to be talking about. But the, the last one is alignment with God's will. That, you know, asking for something that's not in line with God's will is, is almost, you know, we're not, we're, he's probably not going to answer that. Yes. Why would he, if it's not something that God wants, because he would want it or not want it for a good reason. Right. And we compared this in our weekend teaching to football. Like, you know, you're, you're going to go down and receive a pass on the way to the end zone. The quarterback's going to toss the football. You're going to be looking back, getting yourself in position, you know, in many ways, aligning yourself with God's will is like that. You're discerning what is God's will. Well, that's the problem. And I actually got several questions after the weekend teaching at Westside this past weekend about, okay, if my prayers need to be in alignment with God's will, how do I know God's will? That's a great question. And we're going to dive into it for a few minutes in this midweek motivation episode. Uh, a quick story from the Old Testament of the Bible, and it's from 2 Kings chapter 6, it's about Elisha, the prophet. Elisha was the protege of Elijah, the forerunner. And Elisha was sort of being persecuted by the king of Aram. And uh, the king of Aram was sending basically his forces to go out and squash this prophet and all this noise he was making. 
and Elisha had an assistant. And, and, and here's how it reads. It says, when the servant of the man of God got up early the next morning, that's the assistant, and went outside, there were troops, horses, and chariots everywhere. This is the king's big bad forces. And he said, oh, sir, Elisha, what will we do now? You know, like we're ruined. These guys are way bigger than us. They outnumber us. It says, oh, sir, what will we do now? The young man cried to Elisha. And, and he said, don't be afraid for there are more on our side than on theirs. I mean, something about Elisha, he, he knew something that, that his assistant did not know. It says, then Elisha prayed, oh, Lord, open his eyes and let him see. The Lord opened the young man's eyes, and when he looked up, he saw the hillside around Elisha was filled with horses and chariots of fire. Okay, this is one of those examples where in the same verse, you have a prayer and the answer to the prayer. You might have prayed many times in your life for things like, you know, God, we, we got to have our, our rent paid and we don't have the money. You might have prayed, God, we're in such a tough spot as a, as a couple in our relationship and we just need your help. You might have prayed, God, my health it is suffering, and I've tried everything I can, and I don't know what to do. The doctors aren't giving me any answers. You might have prayed that. Elisha prayed a prayer, and in the same verse, it was answered. And one of the things we can look at is, well, this was something that was in alignment with God's will. And after we we go through the what I'm going to tell you next, I think you're going to understand how we can come to that conclusion and how you can start to evaluate your own prayers. Is my prayer in alignment with God's will? What is God's will? How do I know God's will for my life? One other quick story is that my wife, Melissa, and I, we were a number of years ago, like actually 17 years ago now, we were looking for a house. We had three kids. We had a three-bedroom small house. We were hosting all sorts of events, and you know we just needed more space. And so we had made a list of our qualifications for for what you know what our house is going to look like it, it was a, there was a budget qualification you know there was like it needed to be a certain size uh, we wanted it to be in a certain area and we just made this big list and we we prayed about the list because we really wanted to get the right house we didn't just want to end up with the with the you know the wrong house or something that was we couldn't afford and all those things and i remember when we pulled up to the house that that we were looking at, um, it felt like the right one. My wife actually said, the first day we pulled up, she said, "That's the one." And I looked over at the sign that was, you know, said for sale, but it also said sale pending. And I was like, "Babe, this this one's somebody already got this one." And she said, "I I think this is the one." And we really prayed, and we realized that God opened all these doors. Ended up, we prayed for it, we wanted it, you know. God ended up opening all these doors to give us this particular house. And it has turned out to be the most incredible place to live for us. It's a modest house. It's a four bedroom house. Um, It was enough space for us. We've got great parking. It's in a cul-de-sac. Our neighbors, we have the best neighbors in the world. We've been reaching out to them. We've been pulling people together. You know, we've had a chance to share our faith there with the neighbors to serve one another, build a real community. And looking back, I can go, I can see why God answered that prayer. It's been a fantastic, it's only 0.8 miles from my office. I mean, there's so many things that are great about it and um, why it probably was in God's will, you know, for us to get this house because it's it's turned out to be such a blessing. Well, here's the problem is, is that if you don't know God's will and you pray, uh, you could end up wasting all your time praying the wrong prayers. You can end up getting discouraged and decide prayer is not worth it and closing off your relationship to God and then have this distance grow. 
You know, you could end up never receiving the things that God wants for you because you haven't asked for them because you didn't know how to pray according to God's will or you weren't willing to pray anymore. And so as a result, what's going to happen if that, if you go there, then your whole life is going to be a plan B and it's not going to be what God intended for you. And none of us want that. I don't want that for myself and I don't want that for you. So here's how you can decide or discern what God's will is. And it's really about five spokes or think of five filters. You know, uh, the other day, me and some buddies were out on the trail having a backpacking trip and backwoods camping kind of experience. And we had to actually pump dirty water out of a little puddle into water bottles through filters so that we could drink it. And, uh, you know, those filters are really important. And the same thing goes when you're, when you're thinking about like, what are the five filters then for discerning God's will? The first one would be the word of God. It's the word of God. You know, what we know is that the Bible is God's revealed will for us. And it's not everything God wants in the world. It's not enough pages to contain all of that, but it is what he intended for us to receive from him as his written word. So what we know is God's will never contradicts God's word. Here's a quick example. Uh, When I was a teenager, I had uh, gotten my license and I was on a road trip with my mom. And I remember intentionally speeding. We were on a road trip down to Redding, California. I wanted to get there faster. And so I was intentionally speeding, like significantly. And I remember saying to my mom, who was in the passenger seat with me, God bless my mom. She was so patient at this point in time. I said, I'm going to pray that God will help me not to get a ticket. (laughs) And what I was doing was I was violating a principle from the word of God by even saying that. Because Romans 13, 1 says, everyone must obey the governing authorities. So I was, I was saying, I'm going to pray that God will break his own will to, to meet my request. And, you know, that, that was a wrong prayer. And it was, a, it was not a prayer according to God's will because it was violating scripture. Uh, that's the word of God. So we've got to say, is my prayer in line with the word of God? Second thing, um, the Holy Spirit. Okay, the Holy Spirit. That's God's, God's Holy Spirit lives inside of us. You might have heard Pastor Ken Wooten um, recently here on the Midweek Motivation talk about the whisper of God. If not, go back and find that one and listen. It's so good. He's talking about the Holy Spirit. How do you hear God's Holy Spirit in your life? When I was courting my wife, Melissa, uh, we'd had a couple of ups and downs. We'd had a couple of breakups and I was praying about, God, This I really, really felt like this was the woman that I wanted to spend the rest of my life with. And uh, I remember hearing his whisper and that confirmation, yes, go for it, marry that girl. You know, I I heard it and uh, I felt it. I knew it inside my spirit. You know, it passed the first test, the word of God passed that test. And then secondly, it passed the test of is the Holy Spirit whispering, nudging, guiding me in this direction. Uh, Kind of hard to explain if you haven't had experience with this, but it's, it's sort of like the inner voice that guides us as followers of Jesus, that Jesus promised us as a guide. And so that's the second filter or test of understanding and discerning the will of God. The third one is counsel, wise counsel. And, uh, you know, that's, that's things like when you, when you're asking a question, you know, I believe it's, it's good. The Bible even tells us, go ask, get, get lots of advice, you know, get advice from people that you respect and admire, that they've gone the direction you want to go. And, and I've made it a habit in my own ministry to do this recently. Uh, wanted to get some advice about when our church should open up a new service, which is coming soon to our church. In fact, on September 10th, if you're listening to this right now, 
Uh, we're starting at an 8.30 a.m. Sunday service because it's been a great summer. Our church is growing. We need more space for, for more people and it's going to be fantastic. But I had gotten some advice about this because I tend to be a little trigger happy on this stuff. Like first sign of momentum, I want to I want to start it. You know, but I got some advice. Hey, let's make sure the team is ready. Let's make sure we have adequate time to communicate. Let's make sure that the church is ready. You know, let's make sure the community is ready. That's a good time to do it. And and this is this is why sometimes we pray, God, help us to start a third service. And and you know, praying that according to God's will is have I even gotten any counsel on it from people that I respect and admire? The fourth one is circumstances. Uh, so we so so far we got the word of God, we got the Holy Spirit, we got good counsel, and fourth circumstances. Uh, you know, how are circumstances maybe not necessarily favorable, but are they opening in a way that you can tell God is working? Uh, for an example, the Apostle Paul in the New Testament, uh, we we learn in Acts chapter uh, 16, verse 6, that Paul had tried to go to Asia to preach the gospel. And for some reason, God just did not open that door. He did not let Paul do it. And so, we read in Acts 16, 6, that Paul had been prevented by the Holy Spirit from going to a certain place. You ever done that before where you're like, hey, I think we're going to do this. I think I'm going to do this. I think I'm going to go here. I think I'm going to start this. And it just, you can't do it. You can't, you can't work it out. You know, our circumstances closing in on you in a way that is a little bit uncanny, in a way that's like, wow, I, I don't think this is, you know, I'm not sure this is God's will. Uh, and, and I think, again, you got to go back and go, wait, God's word, because you can't say, that uh, you know that circumstances won't allow you to obey God, right? That's that'd be a, a cheat here. We got to make sure we're passing all these tests. We got the Word of God. We got the Holy Spirit. We got the counsel. We got the circumstances. I want to caution you on this circumstances one not to look for easy because that's not what this is about. This is not going. Oh, it wasn't easy, so we couldn't do it. So it wasn't the will of God. That's not true. But when you know, when you look out at circumstances and they're all closing in, and 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 God's just preventing you from doing something, you can go. It must not be God's will. And so the fifth one in this is your your personal shape, your personal makeup, your personal DNA. And this might be a little bit of a unique take on this, but the word shape kind of spells this acrostic uh, that, that goes like this, spiritual gifts, heart, abilities, personality, and experiences. And I'll just sum it up by saying the real you. Like when you think about the real you, what is it? I think God wants to honor our desires, Right. And, uh, and wants us to be able to use our strengths in our circumstances. It's God's will for you to use your strengths. It's God's will for you to use your gifts. It's God's will for you to express that passion that he gave you. As long as it meets the other tests, you can't say, I'm going to pray, you know, like I did, that God won't let me get a speeding ticket because I wanted to go fast. And so I, I could say, well, I, I wanted to go fast. That must be something God wants me to do. No, because that violated God's word. And so we have to we have to look at this and all five of these filters and go, hey, you know, I just got it on my heart. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I just have a passion for starting new churches. I love it. It's one of my, the things that just lights me on fire. When I see there's this opportunity to see something new start. Um, in fact, not just starting new churches, but starting new things. For me, I love it. And so I pray all the time that God would allow me personally to be involved in starting new things, particularly new churches. And, um, and I think it's his will because it lines up with all the rest of this stuff. Now you might have your own thing and you're wondering, wow, should I be praying that God allows us to start that business? It's going to bless our family and where we can bless the world. I mean, kind of sounds good. It might line up with a lot of these things if that's where God's leading you. Should you be praying, God, uh, help, uh, you know, help me to, uh, not get a speeding ticket when I speed? No, that's, that's not going to 
be a prayer that's according to God's will. So I wanted to give you a little bit of tips and just my own personal experience as well as what we learn from scripture about how do you discern the will of God? Because if you could start praying according to God's will, uh, you're going to start seeing more of your prayers answered. It's going to be so exciting and so confirming to you. You know, you're going to be down there towards the end zone, ready to receive that pass. You're going to get the football. You're going to cross the line. You're going to score a touchdown. And God is going to be working powerfully in your life. I'm praying that God would move mountains in your midst. I'm praying that God would do more in this season than you've ever experienced before because you're seeking him. And uh, maybe you're seeking him for the first time. I want to encourage you to keep it up. Ask those questions. Try try out the things that, try praying. Ask God to show you himself and his will, and he's going to do it. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Midweek Motivation. To make sure you don't miss any content in the future, please subscribe, share, and if you enjoyed this, give us a like. And consider popping by a Westside service some weekend. You can find out more at westsidecommunitychurch.com.